It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to a special episode of the Better Faster Podcast. We're glad you're here to join us on this this rainy September Thursday, man. But um, falls in the air. Football season's back. Big Ten's back. Pac-12 is about to be back. So, so really excited to um, see things opening back up. And I put out the bat signal a week ago. And one of my favorite people on the planet, longtime friend Hannah, actually Doctor Hannah Brill, decided to join mm-hmm. us. So, Do- get that doctor right. right in there. Yep. <laughs> so Hannah, thank you so much for uh, for your time today for joining us. How you been? Wow, thank you. That was an amazing intro. <laughs> One of your favorite people on the planet. I'm That's right. 100%. Uh, yeah. That's an exclusive list right there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because sure. I only have, only have four friends on, on this planet, right? <laughs> That's where I was going with that. <laughs> when you have two kids, too, so they're all That's there. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I've been good. Um, just transitioning to being a real working human, being a doctor, I guess. Is- That's right. When did you graduate, Hannah? When did you school now? Nay, wow. Jeez. Yeah, this is the first time in my life since I was five that I haven't been in school. It's crazy. It's a weird feeling, isn't it? (laughs) It really is. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, you never really stop learning. Um, but just like my life, it's just changed a lot. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. sitting at a desk all day anymore, Mm -hmm. which is great. It's just come with a lot of, a lot of transition for sure. For sure. And, and sounds like, uh, you know, you, you definitely picked a, interesting time and interesting gig too right because i want to dive into that a little bit because you're working at made to move with uh yeah. with our buddy eve mm-hmm. and that's a that's a out of, that's a cash-based clinic mm-hmm. so that's a little different right that's that's i'd say that's probably the atypical path that that most new grads don't really take so i imagine that um there were some steps that were in place to to get that role so uh, you're kind of really excited to dive into that but I, from what i from what i gather because i've been keeping up with your social media you're kind of a, a renaissance woman right so you got podcast you got do you still have two podcasts still have um, that one we don't really do the in the bob in the box podcast anymore i do the healthy charleston podcast now gotcha gotcha so we got healthy charleston working as a clinician seems like there's also some some workshops things like that that, that go along with it so would you mind kind of diving into that and then letting listeners know what all you're doing and, oh, and maybe God. just a little about how you got to this point okay yeah so currently i run the healthy charleston podcast I work as a clinician at Made to Move. Uh, we do workshops maybe once or tri- twice a month. And then I also just started the Rhapsody CrossFit, or sorry, Rhapsody Fitness Coaches membership or mentorship. Um, and I also have a dog now. And I also have to sleep and work out. 
And so it's like, I think I just put like literally everything on my plate that I possibly <laughs> could. And I'm kind of like that. Um, and then I'm like drowning and I'm wondering why, but it's also great. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. And I, and I get that too, because I don't know, I, I tend to, I tend to thrive off of being busy and having that structure. And I don't know about you, but like when I go on vacation, it usually takes me two days to get in that vacation mode just because it's hard to kind of switch yeah, zones. It's hard to stop. And I think mm -hmm. like, I love being busy, but because of, I have so many moving parts, it's, a, it's been hard to find a set routine. And so mm -hmm. like the structure isn't really there. Like every day I look at my schedule and I'm like, okay, when am I going to work out? When am I going to do this? Like, when am I going to eat? And I like that part because it keeps it interesting, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a little overwhelming at times. Um, but I'm also so lucky to be in a cash-based model. Like for you to say, you know, like that was kind of atypical. That was the only route that I was going to take. Um, I remember being on clinical and it was like outpatient ortho. It was my third clinical. And I was like, if I have to do this, for a living, like I will explode. I'll explode. Mm -hmm. like, if I have to justify to insurance and to have 10 minutes to eval a patient and get them out the door and have people start on the bike for, you know, having two patients an hour. And like, I, I was like, I will explode. Like, I don't think, I mean, I barely got through that clinical. Um, and I've known Eve for a while and I've known the major move team for a while. And it just so happened that they were looking to hire another PT and it just fell into place. And I feel like super lucky and super blessed. Obviously, like I've met a lot of people along the way that have pushed me and allowed me to get to where I am, but I really couldn't imagine it another way. Gotcha. No, that's awesome. No, they're, uh, that setting definitely was something that too coming out. I, I appeal to me too, getting to experience that up at, at, up at onward and getting to be in that setting and Brandon haven't been cash too. We all know how, uh, great it is when you aren't trying to worry about uh, insurances and things like that but um with all the things that you have going on how much are you in the clinic like how many uh, how many hours a week how many days a week patients uh, are, are you seeing right now so this week i think is actually the most i've ever had and i have 23 patient hours um nice. that being said i know it, it's like happened all of a sudden on tuesday i had 17 and then by tuesday afternoon like everything was booked um, That's awesome. So Mondays I don't treat, but next Monday is actually when I'm going to start treating. So I'll have the afternoon here on Monday and then Tuesday through Friday, I'm here. Um, Saturdays, it's kind of dependent on appointment only. Like if people really can't make it during the week, then I'll come in on Saturday. And normally our workshops are on Saturday mornings. Sometimes gotcha. they're during the week. So yeah, I'm here a lot and I'm about to be here a little bit more too like that you got to do whatever it takes to get them in right sounds like that growth has certainly been organic for you then just kind of meeting the demands of your of your patients and your caseload for sure um and, and so you, you know with that being said too I, I was really curious about this like this when the shutdowns first happened in march you know i think it was tough on everybody right it was tough on us and you know just trying to figure out how to navigate that and what to do but my my, my thoughts were definitely with the the, the cash-based clinics too how do you guys respond to that did y'all get shut down because i know um i mean y'all are actually in mount pleasant right we're in um, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Got you. So y'all didn't have to deal with um, good old John Trecklenburg then, did you? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so I was actually in San Diego at the time. Uh-huh. Um, when all of this corona stuff happened, I was on my fourth rotation at a neuro clinic in San Diego. 
and I was supposed to be there till the end of April, you know, I was supposed to take boards at the end of April and then come mm-hmm. back and start working at the end of May and graduate. And then all of a sudden everything closed. Um, and so I was in San Diego for a couple of weeks, just really doing nothing but studying and working out, which was kind of great. Um, but it got to the point where clinicals were over. And so I came back a month and a half early than I expected. And then I just started like hanging out here more at Made to Move so that I could get started a little bit early. But what they did was, I think for at least a few weeks, it was all telehealth or emergencies. Like if you had an acute injury or like you really needed to get in, but they definitely like cut patient volume. We were still open and mm-hmm. we really pivoted and shifted into a lot of more like uh, digital marketing, marketing, which surprisingly we weren't doing a lot of before. A lot of it was word of mouth, things like that. And so that's kind of been a great addition because without Corona and without quarantine, we would have never reached out to that. And then other than that, you know, we got Nate to write a bunch of blogs. I kind of sat on the couch and tried to figure out how to be a PT and also studied for boards and tried to get a board spot because that was a mess too. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, it could have been a lot worse. And I, I look at my job and I'm like, I feel so lucky because I just graduated. I got the job in my dream setting with awesome people and coronavirus just happened. Right. And so I feel like a lot of my classmates are probably struggling to get a job and a lot of clinics are struggling and, and like, we're still feeling the effects of it for sure, but we've made a lot of strides and I, I think we're finally getting uphill. So it just, it's like, it's hard to complain about being super busy right now. Cause it's like, thank God we're super busy. Right. Right. Like, I don't yeah, really it, feel like anything has changed from what I expected. That's good. I mean, it sounds like y'all, y'all handled the right way. I mean, ultimately y'all were looking out for your patients, right. And taking advantage of that downtime to, to come back better with the marketing initiatives. And, and I, from what I've seen over the years, kind of getting to know Eve, he, he seems to almost specialize in that, in that digital world, right. Between I think what he does with, with Danny and what he does for y'all's clinic. And I guess what y'all do together. Um, so I, I kind of want to dive into that a little bit too, about like what marketing strategies have actually worked for y'all. Cause I, I imagine that's part of what these workshops are for, right? You know, you're well, hosting these, so, having, open to the public. Is that how it goes or? Yeah, so we normally host it at a gym. Um, so mm-hmm. during quarantine, when things were still like pretty strict, we did have virtual workshops. And most of the time, like they were for a specific gym and we mm-hmm. would just do them here in the clinic and record on Zoom. And now like I just had one at Iron Tribe last weekend. And I believe like anyone can come, but it's, rare that we get people that are from other gyms like coming into that gym and then a couple weeks before that I had one at another gym frontline performance and those things are we like to look at those as more of like brand awareness and like how hey like let's get out into the community and show people how we can help and it's just also like it's fun um sometimes we get patients from that because most of the time if you go to a grip wrist and front rack workshop it's probably because you're having trouble with those things Um, but really just like get our name out there and and get our reputation out there. So Matt Shiver is also a PT and he recently transitioned his role from being a PT to really doing all of the digital marketing stuff. Um, I remember sitting on the couch and they were talking about like leads and funnels. And I was like, what are you saying? (laughs) 
so Matt is fully into that now and he's really want the one that him and Eve work together to do all of that. So just things like Facebook ads, Facebook marketing, um, VSL, which I thought I knew what it meant and now I'm not really sure what it stands for. <laughs> That's, those are the things we've started incorporating more. Now we have like the first Monday of every month is a content day. I'm sure you've seen those ridiculous videos of Nate and I. Um, <laughs> They're fun. Yeah. They get people to tune in. Yep. Oh, slightly offensive, um, but that's okay. And so oh, like no. we just, we build content on those days yeah. based on like whatever we're focusing on for that month or that quarter. And we just try to get information out there. Yeah. I've definitely enjoyed um, looking at those too. And I, I mean, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, the, the sound is controversy creates cash, right? You got to get people to tune in because that's what brings attention to the issues and things like that for sure too. So those have been good. I, I keep those going. I imagine, I imagine though that those are probably your, your highest performing content pieces, right? Well, so have you seen the ones of Nate like hitting the board and being like, bam, strengthen that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Those get um, like tons of views. It's hilarious. Those videos are great. Um, our videos so I'm sure you saw Eve posted the one about lifting with your back to like the DPT student page. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I have never <laughs> felt so attacked. I was oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I got the record for most censored posts in that group. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's great. I don't even, I don't even post anything anymore. Cause like, it'll stay up for like 10 minutes and then they just, yep. yeah. yeah. Cut it every time. I was like, let's not, <laughs> let's not post those there anymore. I need a little bit more self-esteem. And like, I, I know that we are being purposefully like, ridiculous but that's kind of the point to be like right. hey like look how ridiculous we're acting like why are we saying these things and it's, it's definitely an eye-opener um sometimes i feel bad about it but sometimes it's just kind of what happens naturally i'm not trying to make fun of anyone but i am trying to enlighten people yeah no i think i think this day and age too there's there's so much just plain vanilla stuff out there i mean especially with with the with the covid stuff right everybody and their mom was you know promoting telehealth coaching and online content and so on their books things like that too so you definitely got to do something to stand out so just be yourself be authentic and, and if it's working i wouldn't change it yeah exactly that was the thing like i was when i first started doing any kind of like video or anything like that i, I asked eve i was like what do i do in terms of like being myself because I, I feel like I can come off like a little sassy. Um, maybe that's just like how I view myself. And I was like, I don't want people to think that like I'm a jerk or that I'm being like brash or, or just offensive. And he was like, be yourself because it's going to come out eventually. And you're mm -hmm. going to get people that want to work with you, not the fake version of you. And that honestly helped me so much. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I, I don't know, like I love sarcasm. It's my thing. But like also with patience, it's not like I'm a jerk with patience. I feel like I can definitely like adjust my communication style. But in terms of making stupid videos, I was like, let's just do this the way that it happens instead of trying to like sugarcoat weight, like talking about nutrition or things like that. Yeah. So that, that advice really helped me. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it sounds like it paid off 23 a week. That was actually the exact number that I was averaging and I was cash based, but it took me about a year and a half to get to that point. So it sounds like you are crushing it, you know, what, five months into it. So uh, good job. Outstanding. Also like obviously have to, it's not just me, like it's Dane and Nate and Eve and Matt. Um, they've helped me so much. I don't think I would be able to do this 
on my own. And like, that was kind of the plan at first was to do my own cash based business, kind of like based off what you did. And then I was like, well, why would I do that when I could just work for the people that are doing what I want to do? Because it's yep. so much work, man. Like the behind the scenes stuff is, it's incredible. Like my, my boyfriend, Elliot, just started a cash based business and it's a lot of work. And not saying that this isn't a lot of work. It's just different. It's just a different kind of work. He's a PT as well? Yep. Mm-hmm. God, what's, uh, where's, where's he practicing? Is that in Charleston uh, area as well? James Island. Yeah. So it's okay. called Prime Performance Rehab. He's crushing it too. Good deal. That's awesome. Yeah, you should podcast him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's, it's cool to see, you know, when people are willing to, you know, they have an idea of what they want to do and they're willing to, to go for it and, and, arguably take risks to do that. Um, and, and it's fun to see that that success happening for you and for, for Elliot too, that that's awesome. I know it's, it's a bold move to, to be willing to, to kind of go against the grain a little bit, but I, I'm excited that it's, that it's working out so well for you. I also think it's because people like you guys have set the stones in place, like you and Eve and Danny with this whole like kind of hybrid model strength performance, it's, it's a new kind of PT. It's what is needed for sure. And it's just helped all of us kind of fall in line and, and continue the path. But y'all are like a huge inspiration for a lot of PTs. I appreciate well, well, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I think what you're saying though, it, it, it circles back around to looking out for your patient population, right? Because it's, it's what the people need and it might not be what they knew they wanted, but things are starting to change, right? We're starting to see that older model, dying out a little bit. I mean, the, the big franchise models, the, the box clinics, they're still gonna be around for a while. I mean, if you, you know, there's still plenty of, and I think y'all got plenty of evil empires in the Charleston area as well too, which I don't oh, think we were gonna name yeah. their names, but you know, those are gonna be around for a while, but what we're seeing is that the consumer is becoming more and more savvy, right? So there's an expectation now where they're gonna be, you know, getting on Google and, and searching for the clinics that are gonna be you know, like-minded and the ones that they know they're gonna you know, help them and, and not just tell them, you, you, oh, you can't lift. If, if this hurts, don't do it. Or you shouldn't lift, you shouldn't run, that sort of thing. And I, I'll always circle back around to the fact too that it also helps to have a little bit of street cred with your patients, right? So if you are gonna be marketing to this, this fitness clientele, this CrossFit population, then you probably wanna have some experience doing it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's what frustrated me. I mean, that's what frustrates me about PTs in general. And if we're preaching movement as medicine and we don't do it ourselves, like, what are we doing? Practicing what you preach, I feel like it shouldn't even be a value. It should just be like ingrained. Like, it's just what you do. Yeah, it's the standard. Never you trust a skinny chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what, I, what I kind of want to keep, I guess it's along the marketing line a little bit, but switch gears a little bit and talk more about this podcast. Right. Um, so talk to us a little bit more about Healthy Charleston and, and you know, what kind of guests you're, you're, you're getting on there, what your, your goals for that are. Yeah. So this was actually Eve's podcast originally. Um, and then when I came back in March, April, he started bringing me on as a co-host and then he was like, Hey, what if I don't want to do this anymore? You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's kind of That's done a businessman there. <laughs> so yeah. So now I took it over and so it's, healthcare professionals, fitness professionals, personal trainers, CrossFit coaches, yoga teachers, doctors, holistic healthcare, like mindset coaches. It's really just anyone that's involved with 
any sort of health, fitness, or wellness mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Charleston. And like awesome. the list is never ending. Um, we're oh, for sure. booked out until November and it's like, there's always someone that I'm getting scheduled. And it's really cool to see that so many of us are actually trying to help people in similar ways. And it really, it, it's a great way to build like your network because when you're just alone and you're only really seeing like, oh, like your clinicians and your people, it feels like you're the only one doing this. It kind of feels a little bit isolated. And then you get to the, the point where you're like, oh, like these doctors are bad and they don't know what they're doing, but it's really not true. Like everybody on the podcast for the most part aligns with our beliefs and they're all like, everyone's trying to make people's lives better in some way. And I swear, like almost every, every podcaster, every person I interview is like, I want to make a a health wellness complex and I want to have all these health professionals in there. Like that's everybody's dream to have this like, you know, CrossFit huge gym of everything that you could ever want inside of it. Um, But it's been really fun. Definitely um, a lot of exposure to a lot of different opinions and ways of healthcare and ways of treatment. I feel like I've learned a lot and I hope that, um, I hope that people enjoy it. Also, Nate and I just started, you know, the Nate and Hannah series and we, we just recorded an episode yesterday. I'm super excited about it where we talked all about the rounded back and everything that goes into that. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're just choosing topics that people seem to ask us a lot about because I've Mm -hmm. realized I was asking Nate questions all the time. I mean, Nate's like my PT mentor guru, and it's, it's super nice to be able to have someone here just to be able to ask all these questions of like, hey, why are we doing these things? Or what do you think is best for this? And then I was like, I know I'm not the only one with these questions. Like, We should just record these discussions so that PTs, students, patients, other healthcare professionals can hear our thoughts and, and start joining in on that conversation. That's awesome. awesome. That's the whole reason I, I wanted to start this podcast, just so I could ask Brandon everything that was on yeah. my mind. <laughs> yep. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, and, and, and turns into a bit of a rant. Yeah. <laughs> and Nate, Nate's I haven't met him, but from I mean, from what I gather, he is a smart dude. I mean, I remember reading some of his um I think it was blog posts he put out about some programming aspects, hypertrophy, stuff like that. And that stuff got deep. Like I think yeah. that um I think him and Josh could probably hang a little bit and you know have a oh, have some yeah. conversations. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, that's exactly like gets very deep like Mm -hmm. foundational science research level and which is nice because I feel like I ask why a lot and like I need to know like the the deep answer Mm -hmm. that comes down to like the biology of it or the research of it instead of just like oh that's we just do that because that's what we do and I mean I don't I can't imagine like what goes on in his brain Mm -hmm. constantly because the way that he can just like say something that he just learned or learned even like 15 years ago is still it's amazing to me my style is just very different so i think we work well together yeah for sure you gotta have those different yeah. different styles mm-hmm. how, how often are you all releasing episodes and, and where all can like our listeners if they want to they're in that charleston area or want to just learn more how can they uh, find that so an episode is released every monday and I have a healthy Charleston Instagram. I believe it's just healthy Charleston. We also have a Facebook. You can find it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Normally post on the Instagram a few times a week. I'm trying to get better and more systematized with that too. So yeah, healthy Charleston. Awesome. So 
Hannah, like you, you mentioned at the beginning of this episode that you're, you kind of juggling the, the work life balance a little bit, right? You said it's every day is a little different and you're trying to, you know, fit in training, eating, that kind of thing with treating patients and we're doing your digital content, that sort of thing. But do you, do you have any, what, I guess, what is Charleston like right now? You know, I haven't been uh, since March, I haven't been down to, to that neck of the woods, things opening back up. I mean, you, are there competitions starting back? Are you training for anything? Oh man. So just like a bird's view, Charleston kind of feels the same. Just like going through your everyday life. Obviously, we're all wearing masks. Like we wear them with patients. We wear them to walk into the gym, walk out of the gym, the grocery store. Are y'all doing that? We are. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we got a mandate. Okay. It's kind of weird, like what we just accepted as normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. King Street is definitely slow. Everything closes at 11. Um, so going out on the weekends, which is kind of nice right now, there's no pressure to do that because you can't. Um, I think Fitness of the Coast is actually starting, like the qualifiers are starting. Yeah, that's starting in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so I want to do that. But I, so I'm coming from a place where I used to have like two hours a day to work out. And now I'm just happy if I get one hour. And mm. I would love to be able to like compete and to qualify for that, but I'm just not sure if I can like mentally or physically handle it. And that was supposed to be the open too, but you know, that all changed when yeah. Eric Kuzza bought it out. Mm-hmm. And so really I'm just trying to train to like, you know, get better every day, stress relief, have fun with my friends. And also like, like you said, like that street cred is huge for me, especially if I want to be a coach, maybe a gym owner one day, like, I want to feel like one of the best athletes in the gym. Um, and I know a lot of people say like, you don't have to be one of the best athletes to coach, but like, I want to make sure that I can do all these things well and, and provide, you know, like a good role model for people of saying like, Hey, you can do these things. You can juggle these things and still meet your goals. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. with that. Well, let's, well, let's back up. You said something. So hang on, real talk. Let's keep it real. <laughs> you said you said one day I'm, yeah. You said one day I might want to be a gym owner. We we do we got something in the works yeah. right now? Is that like the five ten year goal? What, what's going on with that? Oh man, so it, okay, it definitely used to be um, like five year, ten year. I'm struggling with that right now because I'm like, what does five years from now look like? Because in the past I was still in school. So I was like, I'm just gonna graduate. And that was the end. And that's kind of where life ended for me was graduation. And now I'm like, oh, I'm 25. Like got a lot ahead of me. So owning a gym. So being a coach has kind of always been a goal of mine. As soon as I like walked into CrossFit Soda City in 2015 and I like fell in love with it. I was like, I wanna coach this. I wanna help other people learn the things that I've learned and help other people be better humans. And then after Rhapsody opened, like I just like looked at Alan and I was like, you're living the dream. Like you're in your gym all day, like you're a head coach, you get such an impact on people. And from then I was like, I wanna, I wanna be a PT and I also wanna own my own gym. And so last year actually in the summer for one of our classes for PT school, we had, um, it was actually, a, you know, one of the beneficial things we did in PT school was <laughs> to create a business. And so me and three of my guy friends created a gym that also was, you know, the PT gym combo. And 
you kind of, you realize like one, how much work goes into it and also that it's super doable. But now I don't know where in the cards that is because I'm, I'm really like, I'm happy where I am. I'm not a full-time, like I'm not a coach yet. I'm really just like, like I'm a fresh PT, right? Like I just graduated. I'm like, I'm just trying to see patients and see them as best as I can and be successful in that. And so I don't know if that's five years or 10 years. I would be surprised if I never had my own something, like Mm -hmm. my own clinic, my own gym. And that's where I'm not really sure about like where the PT part comes in. Because I love being a PT and I love where I'm at. But I know that I, I know that PT is, I don't want to say stepping stone, but I feel like, a, like your PT degree kind of allows you to do a ton of different things. Like you can really use it however you want. And I really think that I want to be a head coach and, you know, see a, a couple patients a day, but I don't know. I don't know if I want to see 25, 30 patients a week forever. I think that's an awesome place to start. Um, but I really like having a bunch of different things throughout my day. And I, like, I love CrossFit. I love fitness. I love being able to share that with other people. And I think being a head coach would be super awesome. So I have no plans for that. I actually have to write out all of a, um, a retreat next weekend. Steve Davis this huge packet. And he was like, you should spend three hours on this, like writing out your personal, your professional goals. And I'm like, I don't know where to start. Like, I just... I just wanted to be able to breathe and like pay my rent and like maybe buy a car in a year when my car dies. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I can completely relate with like the, right when you get down with school, it's like, I, I still need to learn how to be a good clinician. Like, I'm still, like I, there's, there's, I want to focus on patients for a little bit and, you know, keep working on everything else too. But like, I need to get this patient care thing down and then maybe explore yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You think you're ready to see patients right when you graduate. Oh, I've got this down. And then you have your first day, <laughs> your first week and you're like, Oh shit, I still got it. I still need to figure oh this out. <laughs> yeah. After every eval, I'm like, what like what just happened like <laughs> yeah yeah what's that scene where he's like i i just blacked out what happened i, I, will fare off. Yeah. I don't know what happened <laughs> it's yeah that i can definitely relate <laughs> yeah i'm like guys like i just graduated like let's remember that i still have mm-hmm. a lot of questions mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's good though to identify that though really early in your career because the fact is is not everybody's built to do the same thing right some people are built to be staff clinicians and and be happy with that. Some people want to be owners. Some people want to teach research, whatever it is. So um, I I like that idea of doing that, that retreat and kind of doing that self journal. That might actually steal that from Eve here. (laughs) Yeah. So we have to come up with our perfect day um, and also our like one, three and five year goals. And then it's like, I think a lot of it is probably from his business partner, Jared Moon, but it's like, why, why, mm-hmm. why? Like you have to ask yourself <laughs> yeah. why five times, like what are all the steps to get to this? And it really is some deep stuff. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. I want. Sure. I don't know what sure. life looks like at 30. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yep. even know how I got to this point. But, you know, at the same time, this is going to sound like the the boomer in me talking, you know, I think that <laughs> from, boomer, from my experience, yeah. It, I mean, Brandon it, is getting old. I mean, <laughs> you're right. It's, it, it, it's, you know, looking back though, like I, I do think it, it really is important to take the time just to smell the roses, right? Because, you know, if you're, if you're constantly, you know, trying to search out that, that next goal, you know, push for the next thing, push for the next thing, 
then all of a sudden you reach it and it, it becomes anticlimactic. It's like, okay, what's next? You know, it's like a never ending thing. It's almost like you get addicted to that success and that sort of thing too. And circling back around the beginning of conversation, I mean, in, in my opinion, the the spot you're in right now with that, with that crew is, is awesome, right? I, I got to imagine that a lot of student PTs listen to this young PTs, they would probably kill to be in the spot you're in. Um, so with that being said, and I'm I'm sure you agree, right. To some level with that, but with that being said, you know, for you now being a role model for those younger people, what advice would you give them to, if they want to emulate what you're doing? I mean, it sounds like you're getting busy. It sounds like, uh, you might need another staff member here soon, but what advice (laughs) would you, would you want to present? Oh man, that is layered. And yeah, I do want to say like, I am in an awesome place and it's weird to think of me as a role model because normally I'm the person looking up to people like you and Mesa and Eve and, um, and now I'm in that place. And so that's really cool. Um, the whole issue of going to PT school, like that, that can be debated. Obviously, if you want to be a PT, you want to be a DPT and you want to treat patients, you got to go to PT school. So yeah, I would, I would say go to PT school where you get in-state tuition. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. love Charleston and I'm super happy that it, this brought me to Charleston because also my parents lived in like Mississippi at the time and I don't want to go to Mississippi. Um, but wow, loans are real. Um, mm-hmm. I would also say if you are interested in health and fitness at all, go to a gym you need to start doing these things and really figuring out how to do them if you even like doing them. Um, Because I I really believe like, if you want to preach healthcare, you have to do it. Like, what are you eating? What are you doing every day? What does your health look like? Do you know how to squat? Do you know how to deadlift? And if you don't know right now, like that's okay, just learn. Everybody starts somewhere, but please go to a gym. It doesn't even have to be CrossFit, just do something. Um, I would also say, seek out relentlessly the people that are doing what you want or think that you want to do and learn from them, get feedback from them. That's, I mean, I would say people like you and Mesa opened huge doors for me and really CrossFit in general opened a huge door just for me. Like that's how I met Eve was I went to this, I went to discovery to try it out and Eve was there. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know that there was cash-based PT in Charleston. Um, listening to podcasts, just, and just to like meet people and know them, like knowing who Danny Matei was. And I mean, I even emailed him and you, you helped me with that and, and had me shadow him, but it, it means it's the long game definitely is meeting people, making relations, relationships with them, like being a reputation in your community. My first year of PT school, I was just known as the girl who did CrossFit and everybody made fun of me because, you know, CrossFit's bad for you. By by the time we graduated, like seven to eight people in my class were going to my gym. And which, you know, that's all, the state of CrossFit has really changed. And I think a lot more people are like more willing to do it. But like, I just was like, this is what I want. This is what I believe. I believe PT right now needs a lot of help. I don't feel like we're doing what we need to be doing. Patients need to be pushed. Patients need to strength train. You know, healthcare where it's at was, I just wasn't satisfied. And I was pretty blunt about that. And I went to the gym every day. I tried to learn as much as I could. And then I just 
had relationships with people. I also, I did a clinical with Made to Move and I got to know Nate and Dane and Eve really well. And then I just kept up with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I found the people that were doing what I wanted to do and they were doing it really well. And to be able to say that I work for those people now is awesome. And I know, I know how blessed I am. Um, but I also, like I sought it out pretty relentlessly. For sure, yeah. So I think that, that that's just sage advice, right? You find someone that has success, success that you want to have, just copy what they did, right? And then relationships, right? Can't stress that enough. You know that that's what it's all about. I mean, as, even as a physical therapist, that that's what brings the humanity to the profession for sure. I mean, that's how we treat patients. It's relationships. Exactly. Everything mm-hmm. is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Hannah, uh, this has been a fantastic conversation. Yeah, uh, I really so appreciate you taking time to do this. I know we all got to get to our, our patients this afternoon, but um, real quickly, if the listeners want to look you up or, or reach out to you, what's the, the best way for them to contact you? Um, so my Instagram handle, let's see what it is, because I never remember. It is Hannah Briel underscore DPT and also Healthy Charleston Instagram, Made to Move PT. I would say Instagram is probably the easiest way now. My Instagram is mostly me and my dog and me working out, but you can definitely DM me through that. Got it. We'll link those in the show notes too. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, we, again, we appreciate your time. It's awesome to hear all the things you're doing and and congrats for, for, you know, being able to, 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 you know, be so successful so early in your career. That is, that is freaking awesome. Um, but uh, we, again, appreciate the, uh, the time. And, um, you know, again, li- listeners, make sure you're following that podcast. And you're following everything Hannah and everybody's doing down in Charleston. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our, our Patreon. Check out our Better Faster Cases. Chance for you to come and, and hear what Brandon and I are doing in the clinic with our patients. What you too. got this week, Josh? What you have on the Patreon? Oh, I, um, this past week, yeah. I had my, uh, my shoulder patient that I'm seeing for it was a ORF who fractured her hand dropping an iron on it yeah. and so how do i load a shoulder when i can't use the hand yeah. that was what we talked about solid this solid episode uh, mine actually had a patient with a dvt that we call it and referred out appropriately so when i dove into all the details about how that presented so again that's patreon.com slash better faster cases it's the most important website you'll visit this week yeah, there you go uh, but again we appreciate all the listeners for tuning in if you have uh questions comments topics for future episodes or people you think we should interview let us know otherwise we'll catch you all next week And one last thing, if you like the episode, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a five-star review. That way we can reach more people. And if you have any questions, a topic that you want us to cover, or maybe a person that you think we should interview, hit us up on Instagram, at BetterFasterPodcast. You can also keep up with updates on our physical therapy and strength and conditioning businesses by giving us follows at VertexPT and at VertexStrength. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a great week, and we'll be back next Monday. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.